Hey there, Field Trip Faithful. It's Brent. A couple ways you can support the show if you're so inclined. Patreon.com slash Brent Comedy gets you early access to episodes, exclusive episodes, and you can help me pick future topics. That's all for just $5 a month at Patreon.com slash Brent Comedy. I'm also on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff. But with that out of the way, on with the show. Hey, welcome to the Field Trip Podcast. My name is Brent Terhune, and this episode, we're going into the storm because uh, we're talking about QAnon. And uh, my guest this episode, uh, Slook, who it is. Slook, who it is. <laughs> Doug Slook. You, you know Doug from a couple episodes ago, uh, depending on when this is released, but uh, Incidents of Time Travel. So welcome back, Doug. Uh, we either recorded this episode before or after the time travel one depending on how you want to look at it. Thanks for having me back, Brent. And time is a construct. So mm-hmm. we may have recorded this one before the time travel episode. Nobody knows. And we're not going <laughs> to tell them. We're not going to tell them. And it's not like it matters anyway. No. But I, uh, you and I have talked, you know, we talked about time travel. So I, I felt you were a, of the mind of, you had interest in conspiracy theories. Do you have a, a a favorite conspiracy theory that you subscribe to? Not subscribe to, but are interested in? Because I know you you we're about to show everybody your QAnon tattoo here in a minute once you take your shirt off, <laughs> because we got matching ones. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, let me just preface it to say that I find conspiracy theories fascinating in that I don't believe really any of them. Yeah, but we live in a time where there are millions of people who believe in them so fervently that. I don't even know if we're living in the same reality at this point. Mm-hmm. And really? the thing is, I don't know that those people think that either. Correct. They think there's something like up with our brains that we don't believe all these insane theories and ideas that are going around. And I think my my favorite one probably is the shape-shifting reptilian aliens that are mm-hmm. actually secretly running everything because – I can't disprove it, but I don't know where that came from. I, I think maybe they watched an old an old movie on TV one night and thought it was the news, mm-hmm. like, you know, Orson Welles style or something. But I just don't, yeah, I don't get that one at all. The reptilian elite. And I think some of that has to do with that guy, David Icke, the mm. what is it? The uh, the British uh, conspiracy theorist guy. So I've yeah. talked to uh, listener uh, Jason Nicholson about that. Shout out to Jason for uh keeping me up to date on on david ike but i do i do love the reptile one because there'll be videos on youtube and the, the the thing is you can see when their eyes change from human eyes to reptile eyes uh and it, it does look like something with the eyes changes but then also you realize this is like a 480p <laughs> quality video and yeah. then it's like, so if if they're able to look human, but they're reptiles, but they just had a slight hiccup on the news or whatever, yeah. like they couldn't wait to not be a reptile for 20 minutes or whatever. I hate when my reptilian eyes show whenever I'm, you know, I'm out in yeah. public. It's just, it's embarrassing. It's really, and somebody always has a camera these days. So yeah. they're gonna catch she it. doesn't have, she doesn't have Betty Davis eyes. She's got reptile eyes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I like the reptile one because again, what is that? What is it? What's the end game here? Yeah. It's like, I, I just don't, 
I guess it's a way of making the people in charge seem so inhuman that you can kind of say and do anything to them. Yeah. And say anything about them and you don't feel so bad because they're not actually like us, but it just, mm-hmm. have you, do you remember the old uh, TV series or miniseries back in the day called V? I'm aware of it. I, I've never seen it though, but it's that the reptile series, right? Yeah. I, I was obsessed with it as a kid. I just never mm-hmm. mistook it as a historical document of any kind. You know, it's yeah. basically they come down the reptilian, but they appear mammalian. They appear human and they're, mm-hmm. they're basically setting us all up so that they can eat us. You know, <laughs> is that the end game? You know, the reptilian Nancy Pelosi's are going to eat us. It's, they're going to have a big smorgasbord. And then just move on to the next planet, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, be, be in politics for 30 years or however long and then eat us. It seems totally worth all the hassle. Yeah. I th- also think V was one of the first appearances of Robert England, uh, Freddy yes, Krueger, I think so. For sure, yeah, for sure. Useless horror trivia knowledge. Oh, it's there not, you go. It's useful to our, to the listeners of, of your podcast, though, I think. Yeah, you're welcome, listeners. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're going into the storm. I asked you to be on the Q and on episode. Uh, do you, uh, do you have any, uh, feelings about Q and on before we jump in here? I think Q and on, when I first heard about it, I thought was just preposterous and ridiculous, you know, beyond the sublime. And then I started to realize how dangerous it actually is because there are lots of people, including people that are close to me or that used to be close to me, some of them who really mm-hmm. believe this, like with all of their heart and soul that this stuff mm-hmm. is real and that I'm the one living in some kind of a fake reality. And I just haven't woken up from, you know, this slumber that they, they, but the things that they, they read it and they just believe it. And then they say, don't believe everything you read on mainstream media, but then they literally believe everything that they read that yeah. these QAnon people just literally pull out of thin air. It's a it's a joke from my act, but there you know it'll be this the sources www dot website you never heard of with the word patriot in it dot com. Yes, and it's like again, I I I I believe that the mainstream media probably doesn't have our best interest at heart. Yeah. I I get it, yep. but I don't know that everything is. They're all trying to get our babies and uh, all that stuff. Like I think it's healthy to be a skeptic, but at what point? is being a skeptic unhealthy. And I think QAnon is is one of those. Yeah. I mean, they've actually kind of made it difficult to be a skeptic because I don't always believe every, everything the government tells us. And I don't, and there's reasons for that historically from mm-hmm. nuclear tests that they, they did that they didn't tell us about just so many things. And the same thing with the media that, that they're not completely, they're complicit in a lot of the things that go on. But as soon as I start to be uh, skeptical of them, them these days i start to feel like i'm a QAnon member and i start to yeah. pull back from it so it's actually kind of for a lot of us done the opposite of open our eyes it's actually just i'm just like you know what i don't know if they're telling the total truth on the mainstream side but i know it's better than what you know the crazy stuff mm-hmm. that they're peddling over on q so it's yeah. it's a weird time to to be in you know thinking about that stuff for sure even when I, the phrase mainstream media came out of my mouth when you address it that way, it's like calling it the jab and not the COVID vaccine. When you yeah. call it the jab in the United States, you kind of know how somebody feels about 
yeah a vaccine when they say the jab i that's a word that i i know exactly how you feel so if i said mainstream media yeah or more so lamestream, lamestream media, media yeah where it's just like yeah i know exactly how you feel and i don't need i don't we don't need to engage in this conversation yeah it's become like a pejorative just to say mainstream media mm-hmm. which is just a blanket term for so many the different media. media sources yeah yeah and it's 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 mainstream media if you if you if it doesn't agree with what you believe correct then it's mainstream they just literally throw out anything that tells them the opposite of of what they mm-hmm. really really believe yeah and i think the big thing with conspiracy theories especially qanon uh it provides a sense of community for people and it also explains away how messed up certain things can be in the world that you 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 need an an answer more than man that guy was shitty for doing that thing yeah it's got to be a bigger conspiracy but really sometimes people are just shitty unfortunately but to believe it's a it's a whole conspiracy and people are out to get you maybe that lessens just the guy with the gun or whoever we're talking about you know yeah it it gives them a a feeling of control Mm-hmm. over their surroundings because they're in control of this narrative it gives them a feeling of like you said community and, and mm-hmm. a feeling of i understand why these random bits of chaos and these horrible things are happening it's because they're tr- somebody you know the mysterious they are trying to achieve this that or the other mm-hmm. thing so, yeah yeah I, I can understand it from a psychological standpoint but that's kind of where I stop no. being. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my empathy ends, you know, like. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's it's really constantly they're saying, they're predicting whoever Q and these people are, they're predicting these things that never happen. They're literally mm-hmm. batting zero. They have no batting average. They've never mm-hmm. even come close to hitting a ball. In fact, they're they're playing baseball in a soccer stadium, you know. I mean, so, <laughs> that's a good, yeah, good analogy. You know, but that becomes all part of the plan. You know, the world's going to end this Friday, or Trump's going to do this on Saturday, or this is going to happen next week, and it mm-hmm. never happens. And if you call them on it, they just go, "Well, that's part of the plan." Yeah, and that's we'll, we'll get into that. I wish yeah, yeah. I wish that was yeah. my life too. Everything I mess up or don't do, I was just part of the plan. You know, you didn't come to work today, Doug. Part of the plan. It was part of the plan, boss. <laughs> You'll see. You don't understand. Do your research. <laughs> <laughs> just explain it away. So, uh, and just uh, I we won't really touch on this aspect of it, but the the you know, pardon the the pun, but the perfect storm of uh the pandemic hits and then we're all isolated and then but it's a way to be part of a community is being in these chat rooms and on these message boards and. And stuff like that, where it was kind of we all people were looking for answers and looking for a rabbit hole to go down and something to to make it better or rationalize the shitty things happening. And when you think about it in that context of like, wow, what a those two years, what a what a a perfect thing to happen to people that are isolated in their several stories and, and articles I've read of, you know, I lost my dad to QAnon or my husband and. It's one of those where it's like I the guy I loved is no longer the guy mm-hmm. and has no joy. Can't can't not talk about this thing. The QAnon is is now your personality. You know, it's never good when probably one element of something is your personality. Nobody wants to talk to a, a one dimensional character, you know? Yes. 
Yeah, that's absolutely true. It became a breeding ground for this to spread and for people to find understanding because it was a, you know, it was a frightening time for all of us to live through. And instead of just holding back and saying, let's see where this goes, they mm-hmm. just said, this has to mean something else. So we're going to find out what that is. And it was, yeah. so it was a very dangerous time, basically for recruiting, whether that was the intent or not, it was for recruiting additional people that believe in, in this worldview. And the fact that it kind of piggybacked onto an already existing anti-vax community, mm-hmm. yeah, it was ripe for this thing to really go nuclear. And that's one of those things with QAnon that I, I noticed and, and read about is like it kind of it, it'll just suck whatever conspiracy thing into its it's like uh, you look under a microscope and it's, you know, whatever thing you're looking at and it reaches out and grabs something else. And now it's part of the amoeba or whatever it, where it's like. Yeah. And we also believe that. And even though it contradicts this. We also believe that it's like it's kind of a kitchen sink of conspiracy theories. There are so many contradictions in it that it makes my head spin to, Mm -hmm. you know, listen, watch videos of people trying to explain their beliefs and and things, you know, Mm -hmm. just that one thing does not add up to the other. And it completely contradicts something else they just said. But somehow Mm -hmm. in their mind, this all adds up to one solution, one answer, one reason why everything is the way that it is. And it's yeah. It, it's it's definitely a I believe it's a mental health crisis. I, I think it's mm-hmm. something that was already there, and social media just made it so that like-minded people could find each other and spread this stuff. And people that were susceptible to it, just like people were more susceptible to COVID and and got sicker from it. I think that mm-hmm. this there are certain people that are open to this more than others, and it really it really grabbed a bunch of them in a very wide net. I mean, like you said, there's people that would just go to some rally and then they'd never come home to their spouse or there's been, um, you know, queuing on people that have killed their kids or almost killed their kids. They're trying to save their kids. They end up killing their Mm -hmm. kids because they believe that their kids are being controlled or their kids are part of these. It's, it's really frightening, you know, to to think about how hardcore a lot of people are. And at first I thought this is very fringe and I still believe it is very fringe, except the fringe is, millions of people you know it's that's the thing is now the friend with the internet the the fringe i can see the fringe it's not i don't have to go to that bar yeah on a tuesday night and talk to the guys it's like i can get on the internet and see yeah the fringe is is was is a, a neighborhood over the house that had a QAnon porch with QAnon pillows and <laughs> flags and and now thankfully now it's just all American flags so thankfully they stopped believing all that shit <laughs> yeah. and now they're just regular Americans just regular Americans <laughs> uh, but uh, you know it's you, we talked about none of it making sense so let's dive in to this because I I tried to make it as concise and uh, and make it as much sense as I can so yeah. if you you listening if if this is a lot of information or there's names or terms or something you can pause or go back because i realize this is going to be a lot of information so i tried to make it as dumb as possible not for you the listener but for me because i need it dumb you know (laughs) so QAnon started in 2017 and the We'll talk about the main beliefs and stuff, but it centers uh, around uh, fabricated claims made by an anonymous individual known as Q. 
and that they're just written as a letter Q. The Quranon, uh, the Q Quranon conspiracy is that a cabal of sa satanic, cannibalistic, sexual abusers of children operating a global child sex trafficking trafficking ring conspired against former U.S. President Donald Trump during his term in office. And the QAnon conspiracy theory has direct roots in Pizzagate. Now, th th this is something that you'll notice with QAnon is that it builds on other stuff. And then you have to say, what is Pizzagate? <laughs> what is a cabal? <laughs> like we we will talk about that stuff. But I love the phrasing, a cabal of satanic, cannibalistic, sexual abusers. What a just a word vomit of things mm -hmm. to come out. And the thing is, I I believe that they're child sex traffickers and I believe that yeah. that is wrong. Yes. We fundamentally we we agree that's not good. Yes. But it's but then the, where they take it is is crazy. Yes, very much so. So let's talk about Pizzagate. According to QAnon researcher Mike Rothschild, there you go. He's a Rothschild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he he wrote a book. This guy this guy wrote a book and about QAnon. He said, while Q has a number of precursor conspiracy theories and scams, no conspiracy theory feeds more immediately into QAnon than Pizzagate. Uh, Pizzagate began in March 2016 with a leak of Clinton campaign. Uh, campaigner John Podesta's emails, which promotes uh, uh, promoters of the theory, believe contained a second code. We'll we'll be seeing a lot of here. It says this, but that's actually a code, Doug. <laughs> second code detailing child sexual abuse. Pizzagate followers said that high-profile Democrats were sexually abusing child at a Washington D.C. pizza uh, pizzeria which led to an attack, uh, an armed attack on the establishment by gunmen who believe the conspiracy theory. So not only are we we're seeing conspiracy theories, but we're seeing action taken on those conspiracy theories. That's why I like Bigfoot, because nobody's really doing heinous shit in the name of Bigfoot. Yes, it's like, harmless fun. It's harmless. It's, you'll see, I turn my computer and I'm showing you this picture right here. Yeah. This is a the the photo of Bigfoot crossing that creek bed, mm -hmm. and it's signed by the guy who took the video. Yeah, I met him at a convention, and whether I think that shit is real or not, probably not. It's fun because I saw that video at a young age, and I've always been interested in Bigfoot. I think mm -hmm. it's a fun concept, but if it turned out to be fake tomorrow, I'd be like, oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. What's for dinner? Yeah. Like, yeah. It doesn't mean much to me, but it's like no to, to like to mobilize people and, and think people are doing certain things and then you go act on it with a gun and violence. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, and the and the clues were like basically John emailing and saying something about ordering pizza, basically. Like there was yeah. no more than that. It wasn't like wink, wink, nod, nod. You know what I mean? Know what I mean? Like the old Eric Idle thing. Like it was literally mm -hmm. just referencing pizza to the point where now, even to this day, these people will see pizza logos and things and they'll say, oh, that's a code for these pedophiles. You know, they'll see these different food logos and things that they say, this means this and this means that. And it's absolutely preposterous. They're taking one thing it isn't correlated to it at all and giving it symbolism and meaning that's just not there. It's, mm -hmm. and I can do that with anything. I can take anything and say, this means that, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean it actually means that it just, it means I'm, 
you know, I'm putting that meaning onto it. And then we're yeah. all agreeing that that's what it means. It's it's so dangerous. Why why does little Caesar's left titty hanging out? What does that mean? Yeah, well, you know what you that know? means. <laughs> I don't have to explain it to you. It means pizza, pizza, <laughs> pizza. Well, and that was a a thing that I I heard about in like the 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 chat rooms or the message boards, like a or a, not not necessarily. I I don't think Reddit, but we'll get into. 4chan and an 8chan or whatever, but like that's code word CP. They they'll talk about cheese pizza. What that what that really means? And I this is not, I don't think this is a conspiracy. I think that this is what it was. Was CP is child porn. Uh, yeah. Those are code, but goddamn, it's just changing the letters. It's not like yeah, it's not. It's, I could believe that because it's like you just wrote CP, but yeah, you guys are talking about cheese pizza on the internet. That's yeah. not. That's like not even the deepest thing. It could, yeah, you know? absolutely. And CP could, I mean, crazy panda. Like we could just go down and just make a bunch of CP things up. That it's a, it's an extreme reach. And you, you remember, I'm sure a couple of years ago or during the pandemic, there was the Wayfair thing, where there were Wayfair. Oh, yeah. They were they were selling certain things, certain um, furniture and things, and they were saying, well, this is a code for this kind of kid being trafficked and this kind of kid being trafficked and. And it was just literally just selling furniture, overpriced furniture, you know. Yeah, like, you you want a you want a uh, an oak armwire uh, yeah. armoire. I almost said armwire. That's armwire. Yeah, that's how dumb I am. <laughs> armoire. Yeah, that you know what that means. That yeah. doesn't mean uh, you know closet little closet thing. That means something else. Yeah, and and the thing that's really dangerous about it is it it distracts people from actually looking into the causes of child sexual abuse and human trafficking and all these other things that we're not even getting to the actual core of because we're mm -hmm. we've got people chasing these ridiculous leads that if I were in the industry of, of trafficking kids I'd want people to be distracted in this way chasing down just ghosts that don't mean anything and leaving the real criminals go and the sad thing is a lot of these abuse cases happen with kids that are with uh, relatives of the kids that know them. So mm -hmm. you've seen cases where QAnon people were actually abusing kids. And, and so they're out there saying one thing and they're doing something else. And it's almost like a distraction, like a he doth yeah. protest too much kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, you know, you talk about, you talk so much about uh, who's stealing my, uh, who's stealing uh, uh, donations out of the donation box. You talk en enough about that, then, it's like, or you say enough, you know, I don't beat my wife. I never have beaten my wife. Why would I beat my wife? And yeah. then some, somebody's going to be like, I think that guy beats his wife. Yeah. Nobody even asked also him steals about donations it. from the box. You know, <laughs> nobody like... even asked him about either of those things. We just came in and he started talking yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a, yeah. It's again, you talk about it enough and you're like, now I, you just talk about it too much, man. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, the allegations of child sexual abuse and uh, and the certainty, uh, or the centrality of the Clinton family uh, to this abuse became a key part of the QAnon belief system. But then that kind of changed, and it was is more de-emphasized in favor of general conspiratorial claims of alleged uh, worldwide elite of child sex traffickers. Q is uh, referred to Pizzagate claims without using the term. Uh, QAnon followers often use the hashtag hashtag save the children to promote promote Pizzagate. And it's like it's such a weird hashtag when I see save the children. 
Yeah, I agree. Save the children. But what does that mean? But then I also know that there's a bunch of other stupid shit that comes along with save the children that then I can't agree with you on. Like yes. at the core, save the children. Yes, we all want to do that. But then it's also like, I don't believe that there are lizards, the lizard people. You know, yeah. it's like we talked about before. Yeah. And then it comes to people not wanting vaccinations. That's under the umbrella of save the children. They, mm-hmm. It comes the, to, down to people like attacking these drag show story times, mm-hmm. sometimes violently. That's under the umbrella of Save the Children. So, yeah, you lose me right after the sentiment of Save the Children, which I am completely on board with. Mm-hmm. But it, it encompasses so many things that are not they're not sane. Yeah. And and then if you say, you know, you, you protest of. uh save the children they're like well you groomer now everybody's a pedophile that's like a thing that they just say and i'm like that's not an allegation you throw around just call somebody a pedophile now that's like a instead of saying uh you're a douche or you're stupid like any of the the childhood things that you would say now it's like you're a pedophile i'm like god damn that's zero to 60 yeah you know yep yeah it's everybody's a groomer everybody's a, a pedo I mean, I've, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago in what was it Thailand when those those kids were caught in that cave, and mm-hmm. Elon Musk, who's been in the news a lot lately and is yeah. kind of in this realm now, um, he offered to help, and they were like, you know what, that's not really going to help because the thing you're sending is not going to fit in this cave. He just basically started calling the coach of the team who rejected his his help for practical reasons. He started calling the guy a pedophile mm-hmm. for no reason whatsoever, like. That's their first go-to, you know, like it's. Yeah. And that's like, that's again, you don't just throw around pedophile. That's like a serious accusation. And it's like, nobody wants to be labeled as that. And then again, you're like, no, I'm not a pedophile. Why would I be a pedophile? Then you're like, see, there it is. Yeah. He's talking like a pedophile. Yep. Yeah. Again, it becomes a circular argument. Yeah. If you say you're not a witch, you know what a witch would say? I'm not a witch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it is very much like the witch trials, the witch you know trials in Salem. You just they yeah. just apply things that they don't like or prejudices onto other people and decide to judge them. You know, sometimes you know wanting harm or death on people just because of their own assumptions with no evidence. They need no evidence. Mm-hmm. No, the evidence is not a requirement. They don't even check to see, you know, if she floats like a small pebble or a, or a <laughs> you know, like the Monty Python. <laughs> On to the next witch. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the origins then. A uh, 4chan, which is, uh, you know, is like a, it's a message board. It's like Reddit. So I don't think I ever went on 4chan or 8chan or any, but I've been on Reddit. So mm-hmm. my, my understanding is kind of a, the same thing, a message board where you can post a link and then we all talk some shit about it. Okay. Uh, a 4chan user named uh, Q Clarence Patriot. Again, there's the word Patriot. Uh, first appeared on the site's uh, uh, board on October 28, 2017, posting a thread titled, quote, calm before the storm, end quote, a phrase Trump had previously used to describe a gathering of American military leaders uh, he attended. The storm later became uh, a QAnon parlance for imminent uh, an an imminent event in which thousands of alleged su- suspects would be arrested, imprisoned, and executed for being child-eating pedophiles. Mm-hmm. It's not enough 
to just be a pedophile, you got to eat the kids too. Got to eat them. Yeah. Uh, the the poster's username implied that the uh that they held the Q clearance, which is a U.S. Department of Energy security clearance required to access top secret information. So again, it's got to be Q because they're they're it they're too high in the government and they're leaking this info uh, to us. Um, many other messages followed Q's activity. Uh, and it surged in November 2017. Followers started looking for clues uh, that would confirm their beliefs, including the most commonplace phrases and occurrences. In a no- November 2017, uh, Trump sipping water from a bottle was interpreted as a secret sign that the mass arrest would soon take place. So this is a big pattern that you notice with QAnon is something happens that's not anything, but yeah. then they're reading into it way too much. Yeah, it's totally innocuous. And then they're just like, oh, look, 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 look. You know what that means? Mm-hmm. You know what that means? <laughs> it's it's very much like a, a choose your own adventure or a Mad Lib type thing where it just keeps building on one thing after another and get getting crazier and crazier. But then uh, trust the plan, which we'll talk about. I like that description of it, though. A choose your own adventure. Yeah, dude, see what you want and then go from there. Just apply Um, everything to that narrative. For sure. (laughs) Uh, Though QAnon immediately integrated pizza, Pizzagate's theory of secret child sex trafficking rings operated uh, by the elite. It went much further by implying a worldwide cabal. And then we're learning a lot of new words here because I've heard cabal a bunch, but it's like I never heard the word cabal outside of QAnon talk. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm not the smartest dude in the world, but it's, it's something cabal is not what I heard a lot of. But cabal is a secret political clique or faction. So just a little little group of people. There's never a uh, good cabal. No, it's it's never like, hey, the yay, you see the cabal got together and got me a cake for my birthday <laughs> in the break room. Oh, cabal. <laughs> I shouldn't have. <laughs> Uh, so it went much further by implying that a worldwide cabal and and by incorporating elements from various other conspiracy theories. One of the earlier rumors spread by QAnon followers was uh, such figures as Hillary Clinton, her daughter Chelsea, and Senator John McCain had already been arrested and indicted and were wearing ankle monitoring bracelets during their public appearances. Because that's what happens when you get arrested is then they let you out on work release to then go do the job yeah. and somehow control the government more. Yeah. They're like, we got you. Keep controlling the government, but we want you to know we know you're doing it. We've got our eyes on you, but keep mm-hmm. doing everything you've just been doing. It's so super evil. Keep eating the kids. Do everything the way you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, we're going to have an ankle bracelet so we know where you're mm-hmm. at at all times. Yeah. It, it's that thing of like. Yeah, if if they actually took Hillary, then we're right. But if then they didn't, we're wrong. But also, we'll just say that they're on essentially house arrest mm-hmm. with work release. And yeah. then we can't be wrong if that's the, the case. Yeah. Well, then they also have this thing where they have the doubles. Like a lot of mass oh, the doppelgangers for 2020. They took everybody mm-hmm. down to Guantanamo Bay. They hanged a bunch of people. And the, the Joe Biden that's in there now is a clone. Mm-hmm. So hooray for science. People that don't really believe in science when it comes to vaccines believe that we've advanced past cloning Dolly the sheep all the way to cloning yeah. an, an 81 year old or, you know, 80 whatever year old man who's the president. 
And yeah, uh, and that's like, that's who you would clone is an eighty year old man. <laughs> and he literally like came out eighty years old, like you know, he wasn't like little baby Joe Biden and had to grow it up. It was the rest Benjamin of his life. Button. There was a Benjamin Button clone. He's gonna. <laughs> yeah. he, he, I'll be damned if he's not getting younger. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> so in the following months, the QAnon community helped spread other rumors, such as the uh, frazzled drip theory. Mm. And I'll say it again, frazzle drip, which uh, purported the existence of a, quote, snuff video showing Hillary Clinton and uh, Huma Abedin. Do you know who that is? Yeah, she was like her assistant or chief of staff on her campaign when she was first lady or secretary of state. Yeah. uh, Vice chair of Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign. So it showed Hillary and Huma, uh, Huma Abedin murdering a child drinking her blood and taking turns wearing the skin from her face as a mask. Mm. That's so, when the party gets out of hand. You know, you know, yeah. we've all been there, I think. <laughs> yeah. Once you start going leather face on people yeah. or Hannibal Lecter, you choose your own cannibal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that wearing a, a child's face on your face and drinking yeah. the blood. And, the, and my question is to what end? Because she didn't win. Yes. So, like, Yes. How many kids do you got to eat before you got to be present around here? You know? Yeah. Apparently they're raising the quota every day on these things. You know, That's how they get you. First it's one and then two. And then. Yeah. It's like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. You get two kids and then they get two kids and yeah. but you can't say it's a triangular. Yes. Shape thing. Yeah. Doug. We don't want to know yeah. that Doug's look doesn't represent the field trip podcast. <laughs> <laughs> his views are his own. This is a triangle shaped uh, 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 group, and then you put another triangle on that triangle, and then you yeah. put another one, another one. And it's it almost like Amway, but not as evil, not as evil as Amway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> from from there, of course, how things spread from message boards and stuff. You get YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Coleman Rogers, uh, and his wife Christina Urso, they were two uh Q uh Q believers. They launched a YouTube live stream, and I only put this in here live stream called. Patriot soapbox where they, yeah, they're talking about QAnon, but wouldn't you know, they were asking for donations Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, most notably lower uh, Lauren Boebert was a guest on the channel. Oh goodness. Yeah. Uh, And uh, something, some supplemental material that I'll, uh, did you watch the thing on HBO called into the storm Q into the storm? I didn't watch all of it because it's a it's it's, it's a about lot. seven seven parts I yes. think or it's it's worth it, um and we'll we'll reference some of that stuff later. That's mm. a good reference if you want more QAnon stuff. Also, there's a podcast that's just strictly QAnon called Q QAnon Anonymous, I think. Mm. But that they were like they would analyze the Q drops, which we'll talk about messages that would come out and since q stopped they've gone to some other things i've not listened to every episode of that podcast but it, it's definitely interesting if you want people to do the deep dive for you and you just listen as they talk you know? <laughs> that's some good stuff to jump into also november 2017 post by q moved from eight chan uh, moved to eight chan so you go four chan eight chan with Q citing concerns that 4chan, the message board, had been, quote, infiltrated. Uh, thereafter, Q posted only on 8chan, and in August 2019, 8chan was shut down after it was connected to the El Paso shooting. Mm-hmm. And it's shitty 
because I I don't know which L, which shooting that is. Maybe that's a grocery store one, but it's we live in a shitty world where yeah. somebody will say, you know, the blank shooting. I'm like, not really. There's so many of them. No. It's, it's impossible. I believe that was the Walmart. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that it, there are so many mass shootings that it, it, you can't keep them straight, and that's yeah, that's sick. Yeah, it's, it's again, sh- you shouldn't be like, was that the Walmart there or Walmart there? What, yeah. It's like not good. Yep. But so that it was connected with the the shootings in El Paso, eight uh, chan. So they uh, fought uh, and other violent incidents. Followers of QAnon then moved to end chan. End chan. Uh, so it went four chan, eight chan. Then that got shut down for a while. Then they went to something called End Chan. And then until 8chan was restored under the name 8coon. What? I know. So th- that that's where I said I tried to dumb it down. Just kind of realized that these are all kind of the same method for disseminating mm-hmm. information. Yeah. All these message boards. So now we're up to 8coon. Mm. 8kun. Eight coons. So four chan this is where eight chan, which was double the chan. Yeah, two. And then I, because I did a video about QAnon when it, like, not even when it first came out, because I didn't understand the shit, and I had to read about it myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, one of my jokes is it went from four chan to eight chan to sixteen chan to thirty two chan. <laughs> it's like it keeps doubling or what? It's it's very much like a Pokemon evolution. Yeah. Of, uh, now, now eight chains actually eight coon. It's and this is where the shit. It's like, man, just learning about the shit is crazy in a language unto its own. Mm-hmm. And then, then you, then you put in all the other beliefs that contradict and don't make any sense. It's very confusing. Yeah, it's Byzantine almost. It's very yeah. It's it's convoluted and mm-hmm. and I guess that's what they feel like is the secret handshake or the. You know the knock to get in the door, the secret knock, because they they go through all the jump through all these hoops to find this information out. So it makes mm-hmm. them feel like they're they're gathering it somehow in their research and their mm-hmm. you know intelligent uh, pursuit of the truth. But really, it's just because me and you are too dumb to know what a chan is. Yeah, a chan. But if it's <laughs> if it ain't Jackie, I don't want to know about it. I'm sure there are other chans. No disrespect yeah. to the chan family. Uh, and it's very much like what you know when you had a band, you you found a band that you liked, but they weren't big, mm-hmm. and they were your band. You know, they were yours, yeah. but then they blew up, and you're like, you know what? Now everybody likes them. It's not really my band anymore. Yeah, yeah. Kind of that. They all want their own band, mm-hmm. but they make it so complicated to even get into the music. Yeah, that it's like you got to really be a fan to enjoy the music. Yeah. Yep. Uh, th- this led. Uh, okay, so from there we go to the internet and all the all the you know social media stuff. Then we started to get into uh, celebrities talking about it, and you know, celebrities a term that you know it's Sean Hannity, Roseanne Barr, mm-hmm. and then wouldn't you know, Alex Jones get in? He gets in on it, mm-hmm. and he he claimed to have a personal contact with Q. I love one grifter grifting off of another grifter because who who's to say that Alex Jones didn't talk to Q because like if, if you already believe in his bullshit, then why wouldn't he be mm-hmm. talking to the other guy that spreads the bullshit? Yeah. But also he makes stuff up whole cloth. So it's possible. He just said, cause nobody knows who Q is. I mean, we have suspicions of who mm-hmm. this guy is, but you could just say, Oh yeah, I was talking to Q the other day. And it's like, oh, it's Alex Jones. So he probably, like you said, it really was talking <laughs> yeah. to Q. And he could say whatever he wants in the name of Q. 
and like, mm-hmm. you know, take over that narrative basically for his own. Yeah. You know, Jesus told me that Alex Jones was talking to Q. Yes. And who's to say I'm wrong? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's it. Like with somebody with Alex Jones, you can like say 50 things, but if, if one of them comes true is cor- or is correct, yeah. then that's all that audience needs is see, he was right about that. Yeah. You just wait. So we better buy all his prepper stuff and all his vitamins and supplements and all this stuff. Cause yeah. there's some correlation to, you know, the, the war coming and we need these vitamins that probably are, they're probably not even really vitamins. They're probably just, you know placebos or something (laughs) hey my weenie got hard uh doug so (laughs) he must be doing something right super weenie plus ultra uh now all this led to uh presence in mass of QAnon followers at uh the july 2018 trump rally uh for the midterm elections in tampa florida the first visible presence of QAnon uh, amongst the trump rallies uh, some Christian pastors even introduced their congregate congregation to QAnon ideas. The Indiana-based Hoosiers, there we go, Hoosiers, <laughs> uh, based Omega Kingdom Ministry tried to combine QAnon and Christianity with posts and Bible quotes, both reading, uh, both reading them during church services. Wow. So then you're taking like, the, you know, if you're a devout Christian, you already believe in this shit, but then also. Mm-hmm. You believe in this other stuff just as much as you believe in Jesus, and now let's put them two. To, let's put them together. Yeah, two great tastes that taste great together. <laughs> hey, you got Q and my Jesus. <laughs> you got Jesus. You got Jesus and my, and my Q. Q. <laughs> now, with anything, yeah, Doug, you need you need some merch. Mm-hmm. Gotta have the merch. Otherwise, yes. how can you keep the wheels turning and the lights on? You gotta have a merch table at the at the uh, the decision to end. You know, child human trafficking. There has to be a merch yeah. table. You know, Brent. We at BrentComedy dot com uh, don't endorse this merch, but we definitely <laughs> endorse our merch. No, okay. Uh, Twenty twenty Politico noted that one hundred titles associated with QAnon. These are you know books on on Amazon were available on Amazon Marketplace in many different languages with generally positive reviews. So we went from twenty seventeen to start kind of blew up in what what was the year 2018 and by 2020 100 titles uh were in the amazon marketplace in many different languages with generally positive reviews QAnon related merch was also available on etsy teespring and pages uh relating to the conspiracy theory on patreon and gofundme so again you gotta have the merch you gotta keep the lights on one way or the other yep and it's like if you bought the the Q shirt, who who's even getting that money? Because nobody knows who Q is. He's not licensed. It's just you can print it. And who 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 yeah. got the money for the QAnon pillows on the porch, a neighborhood over? You know, the pillows went to Mike Lindell. Probably that money. Probably <laughs> mine pillows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an unlicensed thing. So everybody was just making their own money off of it. So of course they'd want to push the fact that this is a real thing or else the money dries up from the QT cozies on Etsy or whatever the heck was going on there. You know, (laughs) I went to the Trump rally. It was a mile from my house at at a high school and I went to make a video, but then also in my lifetime, when is there going to be a a president at a rally a mile from my house? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, of course I didn't go to support, but I was there to make a video, but it was also, just in cons- the concept of the president's over here a mile away, pretty yeah. cool. 
but it's shitty that it's the guy that you know that guy this president, but it was, there yeah. was no lack of merch man <laughs> e- everybody had merch and there were just people selling the merch and didn't didn't care that, that if, there, if there's a rolling stones concert guess what they're selling rolling stones merch yeah like, yeah these guys that are hanging out good good for you and your hustle but it's also do you have to sell the q shit but what who, who's you know well that's why he's the best president because i've you know i've seen and met a bunch of presidents w bill clinton obama not one of them had a merch table so mm-hmm. you know that's not it's <laughs> no if you didn't have a merch yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you're just not hustling you know yeah Uh, According to Reuters, Russian-backed social media accounts promoted QAnon claims as early as November or December in 2017. In 2018, Time called Q one of the most 25 most influential uh, people on the Internet. Mm -hmm. And uh, Russian government-funded state media such as RT, I think they shared one of my videos. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe that's who that was. And Sputnik. Uh, have amplified the conspiracy theory since 2019, citing QAnon as evidence that the U.S. is plagued by internal strife and division. And in 2021, a report from uh, the Sufin Center, a research group focused on national security, found that one-fifth of the 166, 820,000 QAnon posts in the U.S. between January 2020 and February 2021 originated in foreign countries, primarily Russia and China, mm-hmm. and that the uh, China was, quote, the primary foreign actor touting QAnon narratives online, end quote. Mm-hmm. And the timing of it when it first appeared in 2016 can't be a coincidence because that's a presidential mm-hmm. election. The fact that it started propagating all these rumors and conspiracies specifically about the Democratic nominee or the presumptive Democratic nominee at, at that point, Hillary Clinton, can't mm-hmm. be coincidental. The fact that it propped up the guy that's cozy with Russia and Putin and that China would have preferred to have in there over somebody that knows what the hell he's doing can't mm-hmm. be a coincidence. So I, I really consider it one of the one of the most successful attacks on our country that's ever happened. What you know, this misinformation coming from foreign sources, whether they invented it in 2016 or whether they just latched onto something and and amplified it, like you said, I don't know. But they've definitely mm-hmm. used it to to bring this country to the brink of where we were in the 1860s, you know, the brink of we can't get along at all. We're living in two mm-hmm. separate societies and everybody keeps talking about civil war like it's, you know, the the next show coming on HBO Max or something like it's yeah they've well, we can't us. even go to Thanksgiving with our family and not fight like yes yeah they, what, they what always a, said the Civil War was brother against brother but I didn't realize it was like over the turkey on, on the, you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's not fight in front of the turkey I don't want it to get feel the bad vibes you know <laughs> but it's it yeah it's definitely what a brilliant way to reach people and it's like you you know you can see that on the internet you can click on a profile. And realize it's all retweets, mm-hmm. and but it's so hard to to spot because then you go to the replies at least on Twitter, and it looks like it's a real person commenting and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's I guess that's a testament to how advanced AI is, or yeah, you know st- stuff like that where it's like, man, this looks, sounds, feels real, but you know what? Copy and paste that post and see what other accounts said that at what time and all that shit. But yeah, yeah. again. You're gonna, they're gonna believe what they want to believe. So why, and who has the time to copy and paste a post to see if it's a bot or whatever? You yeah, know, yeah. like yeah, 
uh, the University of Southern California professor and data scientist Emilio Ferrara found that about 25% of accounts that use QAnon hashtags uh, retweet InfoWars or had retweeted One American News were bots, 25%. Wow. So that that's not – and then, you know, all you need is the 25, and then I, I saw the one of the 25 bots, 25% bots, and I'm going to retweet that, and then it's – yeah, it just it's, exponentially, and yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like not a virus. what's the truth. Yeah, it's what's perceived as the truth. That's what matters. You yep, know. Yeah. Now, of course, you had the merch, but you can't. I I talked about the Heather own language. You can't have you know y- your own movement without some slogans and vo- vocabulary, Doug. <laughs> uh, so we've got cabal. We've got the storm. We've got trust the plan, which is a just a great catch. You know, you know the thing that we predicted didn't come to fruition but you know what that's all part of the plan yep. so trust the plan we told you this was going to happen it didn't happen and that's exactly what we knew was going to happen <laughs> god <laughs> damn like uh enjoy the show was something else they would say they'd have q drops also known as crumbs so q drops is when q posts and and says enjoy the show watch watch the sky or whatever whatever vague thing they say that's a q drop and a, a, known as crumbs and, and q use that term or breadcrumbs and in return the followers uh would analyze these posts and they called themselves bakers who assembled the crumbs to make dough or bread and weave the clues into a better understanding and it's just like man you just want to be so important that you got to make yourself a baker and you got to yeah. put the crumbs together. God damn. Also, that's a horrible way to bake bread. You never, <laughs> you don't just take the crumbs from old bread and make it into new bread. That's not, yeah. and they're against recycling, but here they are. They're recycling the crumbs into new bread. And mm-hmm. yeah, it just, that just defies all, all baking culinary arts right there. You I, know? I like that's your beef with it is that's <laughs> not how you bake. Um, also, one of the, the things was follow the white rabbit, which uh, uh, Elon Musk just po- posted something. Follow the, I think it was follow the and then emoji of a rabbit. Yes. Um, uh, this was one that I saw kind of early. There's a guy on my Facebook. He's a comedian. And I don't know if he still does comedy, but I met him doing comedy. Mm-hmm. And it's one that I've I've not unfriended because I need to keep the crazy close, but I've unfollowed. So I check in occasionally mm-hmm. to see what this guy's writing. And he would write this and I was I had no idea what it was. And I, I I'm also like, if nobody knows what that is, then how effective is the thing? But it's the phrase where we go one, mm-hmm. we go all. And what he was writing was WWG, the number one WGA. Mm-hmm. just a string and it was like it would just be like watch the storm wwg1 wga but it's just like if i don't know what that is then how effective is that shit yeah is it only do you think coded just for the followers like that you know, i think like it, a- it's for just talk to your own kind but yeah also if you're trying to disseminate information wouldn't you want to make it easier or do you not want the the you know uh, the outsiders to be in the club you would either want to make it easier to get the information out to as many people as possible or make it way harder to figure out what that means you know yeah. that's like the worst secret code ever because you can find out what it means in like two minutes of a google search so it yeah. doesn't really accomplish disseminating information to new followers 
or hiding the information from people you don't want to know. So it's, no. it's, it's pretty, I'd have to rate that one a one out of 10 attempts. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Where we go one, we go we all. Go all. First used uh, by Q, April 2018. Uh, the phrase also, do your own research. Man, <laughs> so many people are doing their own research, but not doing their own research mm-hmm. at all. Yep. Uh, or the stuff like uh, Q sent me, or call it, is saying white hat, that's Trump supporter, black hat, that's someone that's in league with the deep state. And then mm-hmm. that that opens the, 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 the question, what's the deep state? Because I hear that all the time, but mm-hmm. what does that even mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, so the deep state is a clandestine network of actors alongside members of federal government and high-level financial and high-level industrial roles. The theory posits that the conglomerate of inv- individuals and entitles uh, entities work together in secret allegiance to exercise power alongside or within the elected U.S. government. Mm-hmm. So it's secret government working with the real government in the deep state, which is different from the shadow government, which is different. I don't, I don't know if that's the yeah. same or, but is it's there, yeah, is there so crossover? Terms, is there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the puppet regime? Or is the puppet regime a puppet regime for the dark state, which is operated by the dark cabal? I don't know. Something. Yeah. Like, God, (laughs) Uh, we have the Great Awakening, uh, which is a point at which the public wakes up to the truth or uh, red pill, which is another uh, matrix uh, reference. Taking the red pill means you've been uh, been uh, uh, awoken to the QAnon. Uh, conspiracy and seeing the light and then we have sheeple of course we know what sheeple is well, yeah we are sheeple uh yeah, we're sheeple <laughs> being on this podcast yeah. and the, the number 17 appears a lot q being the 17th letter of the alphabet much like uh what is it uh nazis will have the the number 88 which is mm. the number eight uh the the is the eighth letter of the alphabet h heil hitler mm. I didn't Again, know that. it's not it's not a I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should give it a Google before I spread this misinformation. But <laughs> but it's it's like that's not that hard to figure out. I'm like Dale Jarrett, the NASCAR driver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 88 is a white supremacist numerical code for Heil Hitler. Wow. Uh, so it's like if you see an, an 88, they're not fans of uh, was it Marvin Harrison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The former uh, Colts player. Yes. Yeah, 88. They're not Marvin Harrison fans. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now we've got Q posts and Q drops. Q made thousands of posts on 4chan, 8chan, and 8coon. Uh, use conspiracy, conspiratorial tones. This is what I love because I love to hear conspiracy theory people talk. They say stuff like, I've said too much. Some things must remain classified to the very end. Mm. Uh, they 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 talk about uh, trust the plan, enjoy the show. Nothing can stop what is coming. Stuff where it's building up confidence, and you know shit's going wrong. But just trust me, you know. Yeah, and it's also uh, vague, so very very vague. But then we'll get into stuff that's not vague because it's like very not vague, where. <laughs> On a calendar, not vague, you know. (laughs) 
they they claim that everything's going as planned. Trump was in control and his adversaries would soon end up in prison. Trump also or Q, sorry, also in, uh, encouraged followers to do their own research by telling them to follow the white rabbit, becoming increasingly vague over time. Uh, the post allowed followers to map their own beliefs, choose your own adventure, uh, develop new variations of their theories. Author Walter Kern described Q as an innovator among conspiracy theorists by enthralling readers with clues rather than presenting claims directly. He says the audience for uh, internet narratives doesn't want to read. It wants to write. It, it doesn't want answers provided. It wants to search for them. Uh, Q often made specific predictions that didn't come true. So here's some stuff uh, that didn't come true. Hillary Clinton was about to be arrested and would attempt to flee the country. Uh, John Podesta would be arrested November 3rd, 2017, and public riots would be organized to try and prevent the arrest of public officials. Again, when you jump into a specific date, it's like when a preacher says next Thursday, July 2nd, the world will end. Mm -hmm. It's again, why paint yourself into a corner? <laughs> Just be vague. And if something happens, be like, see, I told you. Yeah. The world's going to end on a day that ends in Y. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A uh, major event involving the Department of Defense would take place February 1st, 2018. People targeted by Trump would commit suicide in mass February 10th, 2018. That's right. He committed suicide. He shot himself in the back of the head twice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there would be a car bombing in London around February 16th, 2018. A, quote, smoking gun video of Hillary Clinton would emerge in uh, 2018. Something major would happen. And uh, Chong Ching on April 10th, 2018. I had to look up how to say that. And mm. it's in China, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, a uh, bombshell revelation, revelation about North Korea. I could go on and on. Something about the five eyes would be around much longer. Do you know what the five eyes are? No, I have no it's idea. The Intel intelligence Alliance com comprising Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the UK, and the United States. Hmm. And that's like from Wikipedia. So the five eyes but it it's just like the shit that is like they call it the five eyes that could be that group of countries or that could be something from um it's the group that uh Indiana Jones is fighting this movie yeah Indiana Jones the and the five, five eyes, eyes. <laughs> like it, where it's like mysterious but it's not at first i thought you said five guys and i was getting hungry sitting here like yeah <laughs> there's enough there's by the way they give you enough fries to feed all those countries in just one order <laughs> With that greasy ass bag. It's delicious. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg uh, was going to leave Facebook and flee the United States. Also, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey would be forced to resign next, uh, a la Zuckerberg. So we've seen that come and go. He's gone. He's, but he, they sold the company. He sold yeah. it, whatever. Yeah. And this is my favorite one. It says Pope Francis would have a terrible May. In 2018, May. quote, terrible May. <laughs> oh, I, I broke my shoestring and I, yeah, I tripped during mass and all like that. That's like a terrible May is like, oh, I, uh, I, I got a flat tire. You know, it's like, yeah, Pope Francis is horrible, very, very, very bad, <laughs> no good, horrible, May. terrible May. <laughs> it's coming to Disney Plus this fall. <laughs> 
Um, multiple occasions, Q has dismissed these incorrect predictions as deliberate, claiming that disinformation is necessary. See, some of this, you got you to gotta spread the disinformation for the real information to be there. You got to have absolutely no correct information at any time, and then that throws <laughs> them off, whoever they are. They, 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 and I, it's, this is another joke from my act, but they always throw it out. They and them, but won't learn somebody's pronouns. <laughs> like, or like, that's what they want you to think. I'm like, yeah, it definitely is. They, them would appreciate that. <laughs> uh, so this, this guy, Australian uh, psychologist, Stephen uh, Ludinowski, uh, emphasizes self-sealing its quality of the conspiracy theory highlighting its anonymous purveyors use of plausible deniability mm. and nothing and noting that evidence against it can become evidence of its validity I, it just mental see, wrong but actually that makes it right you yeah know? i gotta start Even using reading some that. of these things in my real life like <laughs> hey boss you know when i was totally wrong on that thing i was actually right and uh and you'll see yeah you'll see just trust After, the plan till Friday, at least when you <laughs> drop that direct deposit. Uh, also, unsubstantiated claims Q uh, made the CIA, CIA installed uh, Kim Jong Un as a puppet ruler. Uh, the U.S. representative and former Democratic National Committee chair Debbie Wasserman Schultz hired Salvadorian gang MS-13 to murder DNC staffer Seth Rich. An apparent uh, suggestion that German Chancellor Angela Merkel was Adolf Hitler's granddaughter. And you could tell because if she rolled her sleeve up, it said 88 on her arm. <laughs> That's not, That part's not true, but uh, I made that up. But it, it's as true as that belief already. Yeah. And now you just said that. This hasn't even aired yet. And that conspiracy theory is already on it's already out there. Kun or whatever the heck it's called. <laughs> Uh, that the Mueller investigation was actually a counter coup led by Trump, who pretended to conspire with Russia in order to hire Mueller to secretly investigate the Democrats and expose the child sex trafficking ring. Uh, and again, if if that's if he wanted to be the hero, why wouldn't he just expose the child mm -hmm. sex trafficking ring that you have talked nonstop about? Yeah, yeah, like. He just never seems to actually do anything about that or even discuss it. Mm -hmm. You know, today, as we record this, he just released a thing where he's selling NFT trading cards of himself for ninety nine dollars a piece. No mention yeah. of saving the children in there no. whatsoever. And then through the Mueller report, he talks down the Mueller report. He fires James Comey. He does all these things. This is really the most elaborate game of inception <laughs> that's ever, you know, he should get the Oscar, every Oscar for the rest of eternity, because he's such a good actor. He's a good actor, yeah. if, it, if nothing else. I mean, we saw uh, that in Home Alone, too, I think, obviously. You know, that's yeah. the germ of this. But <laughs> <laughs> and he was just he was such a good actor, but he's got to save the children. He has no time for acting. That's right. That's right. And if he, if he really wanted to save the children, he would have stopped the wet bandits from getting Macaulay Culkin. Right. Yeah. He didn't stop them. He just kept walking. But that yeah, was part of the to... plan. <laughs> and it, it's that's the same of like you know what he hired the Mueller to investigate the stuff that's the same thing of like joe biden made gas prices high mm -hmm. you know and one to line the pockets of is the corporate fat cats and big wigs but also if that were true 
wouldn't he make gas free and then you would like him because you made he made gas free you just don't do your research see brent do, do your, your research, research. <laughs> uh that the rothschild family uh leads a satanic cult a centuries old anti-semitic trope mm-hmm. against the family and we've now, seen a lot of that lately a lot of anti-semitism yep rampant all over uh again it's, it didn't go away it was just uh yep put a mask on and went on Alex Jones. Yes, it did. Uh, after Trump lost in 2020, the rate of Q's post sharply declined and Q stopped posting altogether uh, one month later. The last drop was on December 8, 2020. Uh, and this is Mike Rothschild again, the author of the book uh, uh, on QAnon. He said uh, he doubted Q would ever come back as the movement had outgrown the need for new drops and Trump's election loss had invalidated the core QAnon prophecy. But he added that Q uh, Q might resume posting if the community really wanted new drops to keep it moving forward. And wouldn't you know, Mike Rothschild, he was wrong because (laughs) the the last post actually came on uh, June 24th, 2022, uh, and that was in the wake of the uh, Roe versus Wade being overturned. Mm. So the eight months after the hiatus, again, a post on eight coon. The post said, shall we play a game once more? Mm-hmm. Uh, also followed up with, uh, are you, it says, are you ready to serve your country again? Remember your oath. All vague, saying nothing. Uh, and again, are we, shall we play a game once more? If that's not jigsaw from the movie saw, yeah. I don't know what is, are you ready to play a game? <laughs> uh, I was thinking it, war games, the old eighties uh, movie too. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, in response to one user's question about the long hiatus, Q replied, it had to be done this way. Oh, spooky. Spooky. Sound and fury it, signifying nothing, but spooky, uh, spooky. The empty can rattles the most. <laughs> uh, so after Trump lost, Q stopped posting, uh, and followers continued to search for previously unseen clues. We didn't, we didn't mind all all the the stuff correctly. There's more clues to be had, Velma. Uh, <laughs> Jinkies. They they worked on their own uh, creating new spinoffs. So here's some stuff that they then predicted. Mm. QAnon people then predicted after. Trump lost and all that stuff. They said Joe Biden's inauguration on uh, January 20th, 2021 would be an elaborate trap to set for the Democrats (laughs) who would be arrested in mass and execute executed while Trump retained power. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine like, again, it's not hard to find these people. They work in the same building. Yeah. Like, why did you have to lure them in? They left like Joe's favorite cookies up on the Capitol. <laughs> yeah, favorite cookies and and Nancy Pelosi. They had a bottle of wine under a a box with a stick, and then you pull the rope and it traps yeah. her or whatever. Yeah, like and can you imagine just the ma- the mass executions on stage at the inauguration? Yeah, and then the guy comes out and like, wh- whether you again, this is not shocking to anybody, but whether you're Democrat or Repo- who wants to see mass executions of your own countrymen yeah. besides the Q people. They, you know, they really like, wanted to see it. They really, yeah. really wanted to see it. Uh, Trump would be inaugurated March 4th, 2021 as the 19th president. 
That's right. Yeah. Because um, I think Rutherford B. Hayes or something was the last true president. They just came up with this yeah. one. And March 4th is what the Constitution used to call for for the inauguration. It was changed to January 20th under FDR. So that's all. Somebody read a history book somewhere and just plugged mm. some things in there and acted like, oh, I got some clues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trump would be inaugurated again March 20th, 2021, after this did not happen. QAnon then predicted it would be uh, August 30th, 2021. Just keep pushing the back. You know, dad's dad said he's coming to my game. He's going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you wait. He, he's going to pick me up and we're going to go for a snow cone afterwards. He's going to be here. Yep. And he's uh, still the, the president too, by the way. My yeah. Dad. He, you know, he, the other guy's calling the shots, but he's still the president. But when he wins again, that'll be his second term, not his third term. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Arizona, uh, the Arizona audit would prove election fraud, and then that would create a domino effect amongst the other states, and they'd flip the election. Uh, the 2021 California gubernatorial recall election uh, would prove fraudulent, and then that would flip the country once again. And uh, this was the biggest one, the one that a lot of people talked about. JFK, mm. the 35th president, uh, who was assassinated in 63, or his son JFK Jr., who died uh, in, in a plane crash in 1999, would appear alive in front of a crowd in Dallas on November 2nd, 2021, and announce Trump's reinstatement as president, and then uh, the installation of Kennedy Jr. as vice president. Mm -hmm. That would be awkward, I think, if JFK showed back up at Dealey Plaza. Like, it would be awkward for everybody. It really just would be, you know? I, uh... I really don't like being here. Like, oh, yeah. I wish we could have picked somewhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's that old Bill Hicks joke of you think when uh, Jesus comes back, he ever wants to see a cross <laughs> like it, the the bit. It's like he's like, it's like walking up to Jackie Onassis with a rifle pendant. Just yeah. thinking of John. Just thinking of John. <laughs> Like and it, it's but then it's like to come back from the dead to fake your death that long, mm -hmm. uh, whether it be 1963 or 1999, mm -hmm. then to come back and then to become what yeah. vice president, vice president, all that work, vice president. Now, he was the great president returning the 35th president. But they're saying that none of the presidents in between Rutherford B. Hayes and Trump were well, real. So. I don't understand yeah, how like, what was so great about him, you know. <laughs> again, a, one contradiction after another. Yeah. And like I just re I remember that day, November 2nd, 2021, of just seeing Twitter and like there are mm -hmm. people in Dealey Plaza with signs and and yep. just like like it's it's baffling, but then also sad at the same time of like, dude, you think you think this guy that's been dead for two decades or whatever is now gonna come back. Yeah. And reinstate like that. That's the kind of stuff that breaks families apart. That For type sure. of shit. For sure. And like it even went beyond that where they were like, oh, Trump is actually JFK or JFK Jr. in a mask, which, mm -hmm. you know, Stan. And Winston then there was a guy that went to those that those rallies and they say he kind of looked like what JFK Jr. Yeah. And they thought it was that guy like JFK Jr. If he really just completely gave up. Yeah, yeah. Again, forget the money. Yeah, and the the status in society. But you were talking about Stan Winston. Yeah, Doug. well, but Stan Winston's special effects of you know, God rest his soul, Stan Winston. Mm -hmm. But they really have come a long way. If Donald Trump is actually JFK or JFK Jr., 
in some kind of a weird animatronic suit. Like I, I believe it's one on top of the other shoulders <laughs> and they put old man JFK at the bottom. And that's kind of why he leans and he's wobbly and lumpy at the same time. They're doing their trench coating it. They're trench coating <laughs> it like the little uh, rascals or something. <laughs> one, one ticket for a rated R movie. <laughs> Uh, th- there's much more that we could talk about with this. And if you want, again, do the deep dives with Q into the storm. Uh, but finally, Doug, we we got to ask the question, who is Q? Who is Q? This is a good who question. Who is Q? Um, and th- that, that QAnon into the storm doc kind of figures it out. I don't know that we're ever going to know for sure, mm-hmm. but th- these are spoilers. If you would rather watch the doc, turn the <laughs> podcast off now, but <laughs> So there's a couple players. There's three players in this uh, thing, and it could be more because in the doc, they even say who I'm about to introduce. They say that these guys stole it from somebody else that was posting as Q. Uh, but we have Jim and Ron Watkins. They're the owners of 8chan. Mm-hmm. And then we have Paul Ferber, who is a moderator of 4chan and 8chan. Um, and it's believed that all three of these were posting as Q or that uh, Ron Watkins seized control of the Q account from Paul Ferber. And they, they in the doc, they do extensive interviews with all three of these guys and follow them around. And, you know, at, at the end of the documentary, uh, I'm going to read this quote to you, but it's from Ron Watkins, uh, who in the documentary they believe is Q. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, it, it's this is kind of a gotcha moment where he realized he messed up and and speaking and appearing on camera. He said, I've spent the past almost 10 years every day doing the kind of research anonymously. Now I'm doing it publicly. That's the only difference. It was basically three years of intelligence training, teaching normies how to do intelligence work. It was basically basically what I was doing anonymously before, but never as Q. And then uh, it says Watkins then laughed and added, uh, never is Q, I promise, because I am not Q <laughs> and never was. Mm-hmm. And that that's that the weird kind of gotcha moment because he laughs in, in that moment in, in the documentary. Um, and then it kind of ends that way. So they, they believe that this guy, Ron Watkins, was Q and it could have been his dad with him or because they had control of the whole message board. Yeah. And it, there were trip codes, which is like you if you want to post as Q, you have to type in the password or whatever. And that that stuff seem you don't have to know this to to get to the end of this you know podcast, mm. but it's like security measures and stuff. And one of the passwords, by the way, was Matlock. Really? Matlock, yeah. Matlock. Matlock. So uh, February 19th, 2020, the New York Times reported that the analysis of the Q post by two independent forensic linguistics teams analyzed uh, the writing techniques of Q and indicated that Paul Ferber was the main author of the initial Q post and Ron Watkins took over in 2018. Paul Ferber said uh, Q's writing style had influenced his own, not the other way around. Hmm. I'm just, the end. I'm just still stuck on Matlock, though. They're big Andy Griffin. Matt, yeah, I guess. And the, Paul Ferber is like 28. He's not old. So do we think these guys started this because they're like crazy and thought all these things were true? Or do we think they just started posting this stuff and it just went like wildfire and they ran with it? Like, that's what I can't figure out. 
they seem like keyboard people that love to mess with people. Now trolls. that's the thing is when you watch the, yeah, trolls, when you watch this documentary, it's hard to tell. I think they believe it and they have some right wing beliefs, but also I don't know if most of it is like they're just messing with people and that's how they get off. Mm-hmm. Or it's like you're drawing traffic to your website. And or were they way. propped up by a foreign government like uh, yeah. Vladimir Putin? I mean, Trump became the focus of all this stuff for all that time, all the posts, all the, the storm coming. And now if you've noticed, he's kind of he's dissipated a little bit. He's weakened some. He's just mm-hmm. tropical storm Donnie Trump now. <laughs> but yeah. um, Elon Musk has kind of stepped right into that. You know, he's. He's had phone calls with Putin. He's he's got these. Uh, now I'm starting to sound like a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> All I want to say is that Elon Musk has kind of picked up the Q thing, and he seems to be at least toying with it. With the White Rabbit post on Twitter the other day, and mm-hmm. so on. He's he's definitely acknowledging it in some weird way. And it's and a part of that again is like, does he believe that, or is this a guy that is looking to make his forty four billion dollars back and looking to bring traffic to his website. That's the thing that mm-hmm. I I think part of him at least has no morals and is willing to post that shit to bring the traffic to his website. Agreed. But then how much do, how much does he really believe or is his beliefs he has no beliefs and it's whatever to make money. And clearly yeah. the guy wants to be like so much. Yeah. Like it's it- like you're dude you're a billionaire. I wouldn't care who and what anybody thought of me you know like, his daddy liked his green rocks more than he liked elon so he's trying to get that satisfaction for and I'll I'm, a, show I'm, a com- him. I'm a comedian so you know i understand that concept completely. we're both yeah like <laughs> this everything is about look at me look yeah, at me you yeah. know so that's that's the end of the show is q and I, and there's much more this this is the shortest version i can come up with and it's probably uh, not not the most educational. There's probably far more deep dives, but in a nutshell, that's what I had on QAnon. I don't think it would be healthy to go much deeper into it. No, you probably don't want that in your search histories. Now I've been, I'm on some kind of watch list, or I might be promoted up on Twitter <laughs> and have my tweets seen a little bit more than normal. Uh, but yeah, so Doug, do you have anything? I know you're a stand-up comedian. We've worked together a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you do you also you were on the uh, episode Incidents of Time Travel? Yes. Anything else you want to promote before we get out of here? Just follow me at uh, Doug Slook uh, Comedy on Instagram or uh, Doug S76 on Twitter, and you'll see what I'm up to and just doing shows and trying to get on stage everywhere I can and you know just uh, try to convince my dad to like me. Please, Papa, <laughs> like me. And you know what, uh, Doug, if he doesn't like you, if you didn't like this podcast, just wait. Trust the plan. The plan. Trust the plan. <laughs> <laughs>